Hello, all my nephews and nieces. It is your fun uncle, Wolf the Dog, and I'm here to weird y'all out. From 694.2 PTBP Contention's greatest radio show. This episode is brought to you by Fire Lizard Games, a tabletop games company based in Springfield run by just three brothers. They currently have a Kickstarter launching their first game, Base, a card PG. Base is a setting agnostic storytelling game using a simple, uniquely designed system. They designed the game to be appealing for everyone, whether you are a newcomer to role-playing games or a stone-cold pro. All you need to play the game is the rulebook, a standard deck of cards, and a few six-sided dice. The Kickstarter tiers start as low as $3, and it will end on April 16th, my babies. Give them a follow on Facebook for your buddy Wolf, or Instagram, or Twitter, or how about all three, at Fire Lizard Games for more updates. And now let's get back to my favorite segment, Howlin' with Wolf, where we get to hear from our caring, adoring, and intelligent listeners. This week's Howlin' with Wolf comes from Hot Donna on Twitter, who writes, After careful consideration, my request is as follows. Instead of making an actual announcement, I would love for Wolf to make one incredibly long and possibly melodic fart noise. I, uh, guess it, uh, might go something like, uh... Well, uh, Hot Donna, I hope hope that made you happy inside, cause, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's time to remember what happened last time. It's the news. Turns out, maybe Keith is a monster to be around because his dad was a dick who clearly preferred his older son, Ferguson. Now, that's not an excuse. Officer Vigner is the worst person in contention. While playing on the family's sprawling estate, Keith and Ferguson heard the sirens blaring as strange gaunt men in suits appeared to fall from the sky and were shot down by the Beans security personnel. Later that night, William Beans gave Ferguson a watch and told him about a prophecy that says he will save the world. Back in whatever year it is now, the officers took the pastor's helmet to the police station and locked it up with the other items from the booth at Forgotten treasures. The light on the camera was green, so John took a picture of Keith outside the station. Unsurprisingly, the picture was not of Keith, but of two men in a strange room that lacked color. On the way to the mill on the other side of the city, John saw something strange in the sky, causing a fiery three-car wreck on the main longitudinal drag of contention. Taking us to that scene now is Kudzu with no backbone. Everyone to roll power. 
five. Uh, fail. I am the most powerful motherfucker. Uh, I fail. 96 on a 60. I got an 86 on a 50. Okay. You have all been in a car wreck. You have the choice to either stay put in the exact position that you're in or to move. Now, real quick, I'm going to have you all roll a D6 for hit points to see how many you lost from the wreck. Four. One. Two. That puts me at 24. I'm at 14. Luke said he was at 19. I'm at 19. My name is Keith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Keith. Oh, no. I'm Luke, at, it's, I'm at it's you. <laughs> Guys, I was in a car wreck tonight. I don't know if I can finish the episode. <laughs> you all hear this vehicle that is flown off the side of the road on fire. Do you move or do you stay put? I move. I move. Is my car still operational? Is it on? No. I move. Okay. Who passed their power check? Just John. John, you lose one willpower, and I need the other two to roll a d4 for me. One. Three. That was willpower. It was indeed. Well, Clark Bishop is at seven willpower. John Lee Pettymore is at 11 willpower. I'm at one. However, yes, Keith Vigna is at one willpower. I thought you did all the coke to gain willpower. I did the coke to not have a minus 20 to my rolls. When you get down to one or two willpower, you're at a negative 20% on all rolls. Now, Keith Vigna, having lost willpower at this point, you are back at a negative 20% on all rolls. And so your high of your cocaine... It was so harsh, dude. It was harsh as fuck. You no longer have the... I do more. Advantages. <laughs> so you guys are all in the car wreck, and John passes power roll, and so he's spending one willpower to move. Keith and Clark both failed their power rolls, and so they had to roll a D4 in order to find out how much willpower they were going to lose in order to move. Keith is losing one willpower point to move. Clark failed and is spending three willpower points to move. Clark is driving one cruiser with Keith sitting shotgun, and John is driving the cruiser ahead that got rear-ended by Clark's cruiser. Now, John, I need you to roll luck for me. John's luck is 55. Yes. 98. And he fails. So I need you to roll a dexterity check to try to get out of your seat, which is your seatbelt is completely jammed and you're stuck in your seat currently. 11. Critical success. You want to describe how you get out of this car in a very cool way? Uh, yeah. We describe how I'm stuck again real quick. You got crunched from the back, and so your seat literally moved forward, and your knees went into the console of your cruiser, breaking through the plastic on either side of the steering wheel. And so your knees are, like, cut up and bleeding from the plastic, and you hit your head on the steering wheel. And so you're kind of dazed and your seat has moved forward in a way to where your seatbelt has jammed you into position. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to get out of that. That sounds really bad. You can do anything to get out of this because you rolled a critical success. (laughs) He chews his way out. (laughs) (laughs) Like a rat in a... Yeah, I think he just takes his his flashlight and just bangs it against the seatbelt a few times and gets lucky. 
I, yeah, wiggles out the window, basically. As you... Uh, uh, while doing a somersault, because it's a crit <laughs> success. Oh, can I trade in, like, a, for doing something really cool for my crit success with noticing a little bit more about the situation as I get out? Because I want to... What I'm really interested in is what's happened to what was hit, who was hit, and what's all going on. Absolutely. So as you make it out of your police cruiser you would notice not only has your police cruiser caught fire, uh, but you look over and you actually see the other vehicle uh, that you ran off the road by swerving into their lane. It's a minivan. It is flipped over and it is currently leaking fluid all over the ground. Keith, I need you to roll luck. Uh, 70 and a 65. You are pinched. Your cruiser with Clark driving smashed into the back of John's cruiser. Your airbag went off. It knocked you back and... My penis fell off. <laughs> I used my penis grab to it. unlock grab the door. I, I grab his penis. <laughs> Thanks, Clark. Your side of the car got completely smashed in, and so your door is unable to open. So you're going to have to smash through the window to get out of this vehicle. So I need you to roll strength for me. 10 on a 55. All right. So I, give me a second to think about it. Oh, I take my handy dandy handgun and use the butt, the like butt of it to just, and I am very careful not to cut myself. Fire some warning shots outside for you. <laughs> no, I like to conserve my ammunition for people that threaten me or people I want to threaten. So, yeah, I do that. And then uh, do I have a move or? So you can uh, use your turn to get out of the vehicle. And as you do get out of the vehicle, you would notice that this cruiser that you were in, Clark's cruiser, is also leaking fluid all over the ground underneath the vehicle. Clark, I need you to roll luck for me. Uh, 53 on a 75. Okay. I mean, you're gonna. You already spent your three willpower to make a move action this round, so you can use that to get out of the car or do anything else that you want to do. Uh, no, I just want to get out of the car. Okay, awesome. So you get out of the car. You would notice as well that there is liquid underneath your car, and you would also see John's cruiser is catching fire. You all look over and see this minivan that has swerved off the road. It is uh, completely upside down and uh, dark liquid coming out all over the place. Round two. I need everyone to roll power in order to move. Fuck. Uh, no, 68 on a 60. Uh, I pass with a 45 on a 60. Crit failed. Your other penis falls off. <laughs> Clark, we'll start with you this time. You succeeded. Mm -hmm. So you're only going to lose one willpower right now. Am I going to lose willpower? Because I have one willpower. Does that mean I die? Going to zero willpower doesn't mean that you die, but I will describe what happens to you in just a second. <laughs> what's my distance uh, from the front of John's car? And what's my distance from the van? You are one move action away from either. Shit. But as a, is one is one closer? <laughs> they are equidistant. Okay, I'm gonna go to the van. Okay, sounds good. You run up to the van, roll an alertness check for me. Oh fuck! Uh, Ninety on a seventy. Okay, so you see two people in the front seats. Uh, there's a woman driving and a young boy in the front seat. 
Okay. John, you failed your power check. Yeah. So I need you to roll a d4 for me. One. Okay, so you lose one willpower in order to move this round. I'm down to ten. Uh, yeah, just for the record, I'm down to six. I would like to grab the fire extinguisher from my cruiser and attempt to put out the fire on my engine. If I th- is it does it look extinguishable at this juncture? Yes, absolutely. So go ahead and roll law for me. I got a 50-50 shot. Thirteen. Describe what you do. Calmly and efficiently, like seeing Clark taking care of the civilians, I demonstrate an excellent knowledge of law and procedure. Go right to the compartment. My extinguisher is locked in and calmly, but professionally and with with a quickness, I put the fire out. Wonderful. As you do that, you see Clark's cruiser begins to go up in flames. The engine is smoking, and you see flames licking out from underneath the hood. I'm just going to Benny Hill-style run between the cars. <laughs> so you've, you've taken care of your cruiser. Keith, Vigna, you failed your power check in order to move. I need you to roll a D4 for me, although it doesn't really matter. One. That means I'm at zero. Keith has hit zero willpower. Keith hops out of the side door of Clark's police cruiser and desperately looks around, smelling the gas, seeing the oil, seeing the flames, seeing this minivan. Your head begins spinning and you black out. The two of you look over and see Officer Vigna just eyes go blank and he falls backward onto the ground right next to Clark's cruiser. Round three. Fight! (laughs) (laughs) I need John and Clark to roll power for me. Oh, God damn it. 62 on a 60. Uh, 32 on a 60. Okay, Clark, you're going to lose one willpower. And John, go ahead and roll a d4 for me. Four. John loses four willpower and Clark loses one. I'm now at five. I'm at six. All right. Clark, I need you to roll a luck check for me real quick. Fuck, uh, 90 on a 75. Awesome. That will Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That will come into play in just a second. So, John, what do you want to do this round? I get, uh, yeah, I want to try to extinguish the fire in, on the other cruiser. Is there enough juice left in the container or do I need to get theirs? Why would you ask that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will, I'll go ahead and let you, uh, by the way, this is a super important role and I'm going to let you finish out the rest of this canister on their car, but I need you to roll law in order to put it out. Okay. 40. Fuck you. Well done. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Once again, like fucking calmly as shit John Lee Pettymore who has lost a lot of willpower and HP like bleeding all over the extinguisher I just nail that shit and save this family the passed out Clarks like all the converging fluids you've been sending at us so you think have, about all the fluid that didn't combust so you have successfully uncom- <laughs> you have successfully stopped the combustion of the fluids of your police cruiser as well as Clark's police cruiser Clark mm-hmm. You 
you are crouched down at this minivan and the flames are growing taller and taller coming out of the bottom of the front of this minivan and the smell is overwhelming what would you like to do with your turn are either of the occupants conscious roll first aid oh crit fail 77 on a 30. They died on impact. As far as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) These aren't people at all. They're bears. (laughs) Um, You would have absolutely no idea, but they might be beyond saving at this point. They look pretty dead. Save them anyway. Uh, I assume I'm on the... Actually, I don't assume. What what side am I on? You almost when made I, an when ass I walked out of up you, to Zach. it. What side do you want to be on? I guess I would prefer to be on the passenger side. You are on the passenger side. I break it. I break the, in the window. Go ahead and roll. You can roll strength or law. I'm rolling strength. Uh, four on a sixty-five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk smash it. I uh, smash in the window, and it's a kid you mentioned. Yes, it's a young boy. I try to get up under, kind of ne- underneath him, and hit his seatbelt, and kind of catch him as he falls, and then pull, drag him out, and as far away from the car as I feel is a safe distance, but not too far away, because I'd like to try and go back for the driver. Absolutely, and as you pull him away from the car, the minivan explodes. <sighs> And I wouldn't say mushroom cloud, but there is one of those wily coyote, like small ones, tiny (laughs) wily coyote mushroom cloud erupts from this minivan and the entire thing. I mean, this is loud. The entire thing is up in flames and you guys just hear all this and you also hear the screaming of a young girl. I need the two of you who are still conscious to roll sanity. Uh, 16. Uh, 56 on a 37. Fail. Okay. John, you are hearing the sounds of rubber popping and plastic melting and your stimuli are completely overwhelmed and you it don't... It just sounds like ringing in the ears to me. Exactly. And Clark, you absolutely know that there's someone screaming for help inside this burning vehicle and you need to lose one sanity that puts me at 36 with a breaking point of 31 uh, you've got a drink when your ha- uh, sanity hits your age <laughs> is that how old you are i missed it no oh, okay. <laughs> oh you gotta drink twice <laughs> okay i keep forgetting you're younger than i am in the game Mm-hmm. You old motherfuckers. Zach <laughs> <laughs> is like eight months older than you or something. I know it's like a yeah, year and a half, right? Yeah. You're 26, right? Yeah. Luke is 17. So. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost 17. Oh, new character for us. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost 17. That's what Keith speaks like after the explosion. <laughs> like after yeah, I, hit, I, hit, I hit my head really hard when I'm passed out. <laughs> This is how Keith finds his character voice. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. It's just a shitty Russell Brand. (laughs) (laughs) I talk like I'm from London. You talk like you talk like you're from London. (laughs) From London. 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 I'm almost (laughs) seventeen. 
I'm almost 17. <laughs> Sounds awful. John, what do you do? Can I do an awareness roll? Uh, well, I don't know how realistic that is. Have I noticed Vigna lying there? Yeah. Uh, I, I'll go over to him and try to resuscitate. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead and roll first aid for me. Oh, wow. This could go, uh, yeah, I don't have that, so. What is your first aid? The basic 10%. Cool. Good luck. Which is exactly how confident I think I would feel as a real person in an emergency <laughs> situation. There's like, okay, if I can wrap my shirt around it, then like I've seen that in a movie otherwise. 33, crit fail. Yeah! Oh, I thought it was crit success. You try to CPR me and you give me a heart attack. <laughs> I break your collarbone. Also, what was the extent of... I'm not like cut up or anything. I'm just... No, he's just... I'm just you're just like unconscious, right? Passed out and probably hit my head. You're right? probably bleeding so, from your face so a little I'm, bit. I'm trying to slap your face and maybe I like accidentally... A little too hard. Yeah. <laughs> poke you really hard in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lost the eye in the wreck. It was weird. <laughs> John, you run over to Keith to try to resuscitate him, and as you're running over, you actually trip and fall, and your knee comes down right on Keith Vigna's nose. (laughs) Does it fall off like his penis? (laughs) You, You hear a crunch as your knee goes down onto his face. And, but you immediately catch yourself and get up, but he is bleeding just way more profusely than he was before. And Keith, I need you to roll. Actually, you know what? You did the damage. John, go ahead and roll a oh, no. D4. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, try, I'll really try not to. One. Uh, Keith, you take I'll one like, hit point of I'll damage. I'm breaking as a little. Just, just a little. I am down to 18 hit points. Clark, it's your turn. What do you do? Now that I've got the kid over by the side, can I discern better if he's conscious or not? Is he lucid at least? Uh, is he lucid or not lucid, I guess? He is still very unconscious. Okay. Check for a pulse. Uh, how engulfed is the van? Holy. I want to, uh, yeah, I want to run over to the driver's side and just see if I can get close enough to kick the window in. <laughs> crit fail you kick her in the face while she's dying. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so i don't know i don't know how to you know what do you guys have you seen the movie crash <laughs> if it's if it's it won an oscar so <laughs> so yeah it's possible prob- this episode will probably win the podcast yeah man one of the oscars. i've seen all the best movies <laughs> the worst episode of our podcast will win a what does a podcast win a, a potty no they a have potty. a name uh Anywho, blowy. blowy. Uh, if, if you're saying it's so hot that no human could get close enough to do this, then just say that I won't. I won't roll for it or anything. Uh, you are more than welcome to do anything that you want. But I just mean I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not physically there. So if you picture it being so hot that it, it would deter me, I oh, need to know that it, it it will cause you damage if you go in there. Okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to run back to the boy. Okay. And uh, as I'm I'm running back to the boy, I'm going to go ahead and radio in to uh, Drew, unless I have a direct line to paramedics. Oh, you absolutely do. Uh, uh, We need emergency services up here. We've we've got some hurt people. We're just up the road from the clinic. Uh, Send ambulances. The clinic. And then I want to try and first aid the kid. Okay. Go ahead and roll first aid for me. Fuck. Uh, 72 on a 30. He is still very unconscious, and his breathing begins to slow. I'm going to have you go ahead and roll luck for me. Fail. 93 on a 75. You chip over him and break his nose. (laughs) 
Also, yeah, that's all of my fails from here on out. <laughs> you trip and fall on someone and it hurts them real bad. Oh, you crit, fucking idiot. fail on hacking that computer. <laughs> you trip over it and break your nose. <laughs> a broken nose is my favorite thing to do in a role-playing game. Just in case you can get people to talk like this. <laughs> is that how you're going to give them this character voice? I was hoping that oh. Luke might have the new broken nose character voice. <laughs> It's funny because when we started, he thought about holding his... I was going to do this the whole time, and I'm so glad I did not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so after that very funny exchange, you see this boy begin to die. As the ambulances arrive on the scene, two paramedics hop out immediately. One of them comes over, comes up to you, Clark, because you have the boy... Hey man, what happened here? Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's all, I'm, uh... It was an accident. Uh, they went off the road. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's doing so good. Okay, so they are loading him up on the stretcher as you're as you're telling them this, and they get the boy into the ambulance. The fire truck arrives, and firemen hop out and begin putting out the flames on this minivan. What are you guys doing? Uh, well, I want to send one of a, a paramedic after Keith, and then I want to go investigate the body on the hood of my car. Uh, I want to talk to a fireman or more like yell. Uh, there was there was somebody in the driver's seat. I, I, they were screaming. They're, I, I don't think they're I think they're I think they're dead. But if we can get in there. Calm down, officer. We're on it. <laughs> oh, God. You guys remember 9-11? Fucking firemen. Sorry if my voice is really weird, but I'm really hoarse from a three-day bachelor party. <laughs> I'm really horny from a three-day bachelor party. <laughs> I'm a horse from a three-day bachelor party. Ooh. Nay. <laughs> Edited that out. <laughs> um, Do not edit me <laughs> saying I'm a horse from the three-day bachelor party out. That's so good. So as soon as they get the young boy up into the ambulance, they pull another stretcher out, get Keith on it, get him into an ambulance. Amber lamps. John, you would see them take Keith away on a stretcher as you walk over to the front of your police cruiser, which is completely covered in... Fire foam or whatever. Fire foam. Yeah. The detritus of a fire machine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that was so adorable. <laughs> I was trying to do fireball, but my voice can't get up there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> do it again. Fire foam. <laughs> so as you go up, you see this body that fell from the sky. Like an angel. On his back into the cruiser. And when you walk around, you see him and you kind of move some of the foam away from his face. And he is a short, balding man with large eyes and a tiny nose. And he has fool seared into his forehead with a brand. Uh, I shout over to, to Clark. Hey, Clark, I think we found John Peters. Keith, you were looking at all of this chaos around you and your mind just couldn't handle it and your body just shuts down and everything goes black. You wake up in bed 
it's Christmas morning, and you hear the faint sounds of laughter coming from downstairs. I rub my eyes and I get out of bed and I I look around and I realize I went to bed early last night so that Santa Claus could come bring me a, get some gifts. So I immediately realize that it's Christmas Day, so I excitedly run down the stairs and I see my entire family, my mom, my dad, my, my brother Ferguson, all sitting around a bunch of gifts. Half of them are already open and they all turn their heads at me. My mom goes, oh, I guess we forgot to wake up Keith and they all laugh. <laughs> and I... And you actually, you hear your father chortles and says, yes, that's right. We forgot. I pretend like I didn't hear that and I sit down uh, directly across from my brother Ferguson. I say, hey, what, what have you gotten already? Ferguson just stares at you with a blank expression. His eyes have looked different ever since your dad gave him that watch. William, your father, says, We got Ferguson some games that will help him train for his path. That's cool. Maybe once you beat the games, I can play them. Well, they aren't really for you. Can I? I can watch you play them. <sighs> Perhaps. Okay, well, hey. Hey, Dad. Did I get... Where's my presence at? Your mom, without breaking her smiling eye contact with your father, points to a box on the other side of the room. I'm like, okay, is it my turn to open it yet? In unison, your parents say, No, as they push another present toward Ferguson. Okay, uh, hey, Fergie, I'm excited to see what you got. Uh, can I help you open it? Ferguson looks to your parents, both of them sternly shaking their heads and his eyes begin to tear up as he opens his present. What did you want more than anything else for Christmas this year? I wanted the Pro Players Extended Pack of Pokemon cards. Ooh, with all the holograms. It had all of the rare cards and super rare and all the shiny ones. You see Fergie open up this present and it's all these Pokemon cards that you desperately wanted and kept asking for and dropping hints for the past couple months that this is what you wanted. And Fergie looks up with these begging eyes as your father says, do it. And Ferguson shuts his eyes tight, a single tear running down each cheek as he picks up his Christmas hot cocoa and pours it all into the box filled with these cards of pocket monsters. I start crying immediately. And then I don't I don't even ask, I just rip open my gift expecting to see more Pokemon cards. But I open it up and it's a white box, one that I've recognized from years prior from Christmas's past, and I knew that it contained just clothes it's just a clothes box and when you open it it is a brand new jacket something you're not accustomed to since you are typically the recipient of ferguson's hand-me-downs and it is exactly the style of jacket all the young boys are envious of at this time my immediate disappointment turns into pure excitement and i look at my father and my mother and i a tear is rolling out of my eye and i i say Thank you so much. And I put it on and it droops over you. It is the sleeves go least, the sleeves go past my hands. It is at least two sizes too big. And I look at him, I'm like, 
Well, we can take it back and exchange it for my size. And your parents are staring at Ferguson. He begins sobbing uncontrollably as he walks toward you. Your father barks, Emotion is weakness. You need to be strong. Take what is yours. It's the only way to succeed. Ferguson Beans wipes his tears away and takes the jacket from off your back, putting it on and turning away from you. That looks really cool on you, Ferguson. And you wake up in the back of this ambulance. What are they called? Ambulance people. EMT. The EMT. Paramedic. Oh, hey, you're back. How are you feeling? What the fuck? Ah. And your nose is just super broken. And you got blood splattered all over your chest. Oh, hey, we can give you something for that. He hands you a bunch of pills and you take them, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're going to put you back up at one willpower. So you're still at a negative 20%. Go ahead and roll a d4 for me as he begins doing first aid on you. Dose. So you gain two hit points back. Cool. That puts me back up to 20, I believe. Do you think you can stand up? How are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I think... I mean, my face just hurts. It feels a lot better after that. Thank you. Um, but, you know, I think I just I just took a... a smelled some of that gas and stuff it just kind of got to my head but i help me up and let me see if i can okay for sure and he helps you up and he kicks up in the back of the ambulance and the scene is still out there there it's i mean it's not chaos anymore but there are people running around all over the place taking care of business the fire has been put out they're getting information blah 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 you see John and Clark standing on the other side of John's cruiser just ahead of you and you walk out of the back of the ambulance. Cool. What? Whoop did a scoop. God damn it. I was <laughs> I almost put this through your eye holding a mechanical pencil. He's holding a mechanical pencil. For the listeners, Thomas is holding a mechanical pencil. That he threatened the life of Luke with. No, just the Well, eye. just my one, like my depth yeah, perception. Luke, you What's behind your eye? Really cool. Well, your brain. No, I don't think I'd look cool with an eye patch. I would have a fake eye, but I would get like an eight ball. No, a magic eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> And when I, like, shook my head, I could, you know, answer your questions for you. That's really good. Okay, so John and John and Clark are standing in front of John's police cruiser, and you've just had this revelation about who the body is when you guys look up and you see Keith Vignus stumbling out of the back of the ambulance. Wow. Hey, you guys. <laughs> you guys were in this room for a long time for... <laughs> Just to set up that joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real fast, though, I did want to watch and see if the body of the driver came out of the car before I was going to go over to John. They haven't pulled anything out yet. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll walk over to John. And I now see that it's John Peters. You do. Uh, and you said Fool was on his head? Correct. And that was from, we saw that when he was in the stocks. In stocks. the stocks, in a picture that came from the camera. I'd like to feel for a pulse. Roll first aid. 
Fuck. Uh, 37 on a 30. You feel no pulse. Also. You killed him. Good job, dude. <laughs> he is one with the vehicle. He fell on back. He fell on his back. Like his fact. His, his fact bat? His fact bell in first. <laughs> So you would clearly see, well, it's not out of the ordinary for you to try to find a pulse, but this body is extremely dead from what you can tell. I want to look up in the sky. Do I see any remnants of the stuff we saw earlier? No. Also, we were all in the room when it was being recorded, but John is the only one who saw the body fall from the sky. Oh, really? And all the stuff happen like around the sky. I don't, I don't look up then. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, uh, John says, um, did you, did you see where this came from? Uh, I mean, he must have been standing in the road. When he, Clark, did, he, f- he fell from the sky. Fell, f- fell from the... I look up. <laughs> <laughs> you see a giant swirl. <laughs> did you not see the the clouds go crazy? The clouds go crazy. They were swirling all around and a, a technicolor light was coming from them. And then this motherfucker right here just fell on the hood of my car. I didn't, I didn't see any of that, John. And can you feel my forehead, Clark? I feel his forehead. It's wet. It's wet. Warm, wet, or cold, wet. Warm, wet. Warm, wet. I'm not seeing things, though, buddy. I saw this. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna discount it just because of all the stuff we we've seen. But uh, I didn't see it, my man. Okay. I walk up and just now I'm noticing John Peter's body on the f- hood of your car. In the hood of your car. I uh, I pat him on the shoulder. Keith, you're hey, right. Oh, that hurts. Please don't do that. Ooh. I'm very sore. What uh, what got you? Oh, uh, just a car wreck and passing out and hitting my head. And uh, I don't know how my nose got broken, but somehow I fell on the back of my head and ended up with a broken nose. So I assume the airbag, right? I oh, mean, so much stuff was flying around. Who can tell, really? Oh, but yeah. I, it's, it's weird. I thought this would have maybe changed the way you talk or something. <laughs> I decided against doing that because it would be annoying for me to have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I did it once and then immediately forgot to do it, and I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to go do that again. (laughs) Looking at you, are you bandaged? Yeah, I'm bandaged up. They gave me some medication so that I could like stand talking and standing and walk and stuff. So I'm feeling beat up, but you know, definitely worse for wear. But, but also I'm, I'm able to, yeah, like not feeling good. So I go up to the body and I look down at it and I look up at both of you guys. I'm like, <laughs> wait, do you know who this is? Okay, Keith, do you know who, who this who, is? Who do you think it is? <laughs> Wait, would I not know who it is? <laughs> <laughs> I would though, right? You would. I'm no fool, but I think this is John Peters. And he moonwalks out of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll make a cop of this boy yet. That's what a fool believes. <laughs> he puts his sunglasses on. You hear a scream from the yeah. no, I put my sunglasses on and then I take them off. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I want to get out my phone and take a picture, take a bunch of pictures even of this whole scene. Okay. Uh, I need you all to roll sanity for me for this body being John Peters. I say, hey, Clark, is that for your spank bank? 
<sighs> I failed this. Oh, I failed it too. I failed it hard. I don't even know what we're rolling for, but I definitely failed. Sanity. It yep. I Seventy-one on a thirty-one. Drink. And a ninety-five. Sixty-three on a thirty-six. For our fucking nerd listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Who In case you're keeping track. For those of you who might be fucking nerds. <laughs> Likely all of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Roll a D4. That's how much you each lose. Yay. Got that up. One. Fuck. Four. This was sanity? Correct. I am at sanity 32 with my breaking point at 31. Clark lost four sanity. Keith lost four sanity. And John lost one sanity. I don't remember if we talked about this. I hit my breaking point last time. Did we decide on something to go along with my other... Disorder? We are going to worry about the disorders. Once your psyche's really had time to stew on what fucked it up. Exactly. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, what got him? <laughs> yeah, he got me. Oh. <laughs> he got me pretty good. That was a dude burn. <laughs> uh, what kind of clothes is John Peters wearing? John Peters is wearing a pair of jeans and a button-down shirt. Are they cool jeans? No. Am I able to get to his pockets? Yes. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I had a cop I was trying to cover up. Luke just actually broke his nose on the microphone. <laughs> oh, this hurts really bad. <laughs> we'll get you that character voice. Yes. <laughs> if, we if we have to break your nose for I'm, real, we'll I'm get you method that character acting voice. for this podcast. <laughs> Luke just slammed his face into the wall. <laughs> to, all 30, to all 30 listeners. What would Leto do? What would Leto do? And then he just slammed his face. I would like to search John Peter's pockets. Good police instincts. They're full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> you reach in. Ew, it's cum, guys. <laughs> oh, let me double check. <laughs> yep, that's cum. Give me some. Keith tastes it. <laughs> oh, he needs to change his diet. There's nothing in his pockets. Sorry. Except cum. <laughs> he was a masochist and a skydiver. I hope that makes it on. It probably won't. I uh, crit success <laughs> staying in the podcast. <laughs> you search John Peters' pockets and you don't find anything inside. Bummer. Sorry. Bummer. It just does. I wish I could give you something here. It just doesn't make any sense for him <laughs> to have anything on him. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if you keep your wallet once you've transported to <laughs> the goo plane. <laughs> um, I can I do uh, wait, do I have forensics? Okay, yeah, I'm going to do a forensics roll to see how he died. I think it was blunt trauma. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you, can we do that again? Can we get a tight hell this yeah feels, on that? This feels shitty, but yeah. <laughs> can I do a roll to see if I can tell how he died? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, let's not try to fight against. <laughs> yeah, he did, did pass his roll though. How did he die? Yeah, he did, he did nail it. It was seventeen for that first roll. Oh, was it? Okay, cool. Yeah, I have a zero in forensics though. Oh, so. really? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that I pass it no matter what. So an unusable bit. <laughs> yep. 
Okay, so as you guys are uh, standing around looking at the body in John's cruiser, you see the firemen are pulling a woman's charred remains from the driver's seat of the minivan. Is she hot? Oh, she was. (laughs) (laughs) Then you see two more firefighters and they're going into the back of the van. Don't pull out a dog. Pull out a kid, not a dog. (laughs) They pull out the body of a small girl. We should have been a dog. Go ahead and roll sanity for me. Pass. Fail. 42 on a... A crit fail. 30. (laughs) I rolled 100. It was your daughter. This is is going to stack nicely with... Hey, remember how smoothly the first half of this went? (laughs) So, John, you lose one sanity. Clark, you lose two sanity. And Keith, you lose no sanity. That makes me hit my breaking point. 32, now I'm at 30. With a breaking point of 31. How do I recalculate that again? I always forget. So you're at 30 now. And so you subtract your power, which is 12. From your, that breaking point, right? From your current sanity. Oh, okay. So if you go past your breaking point, it starts over from where your sanity is currently. Gotcha. So 30 minus 12, we all know is 18. 18. And I didn't use my calculator for that. (laughs) Joe, that one's a... I'm bad at math and that one's a little sad. The only reason I didn't lose sanity is because I am a terrible police officer and I was not paying attention at all. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) You're trying to figure out how to pick your nose in a nose cast? No, they popped my nose back into place and said, don't let your coworkers fall on you. Oh, what if they put like one of those clear masks over you? Yeah, it's like when you have to play basketball. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Because I was too busy uh, messing with the clear face mask they put over me to like uh, not re-break my nose. (laughs) The cone that they put on me. (laughs) What if they gave Keith a gun? (laughs) (laughs) On both of his hands so that he can't scratch his face. I'm wearing the clear face mask and cones over my... No. We're turning him into a monster. Too, too funny? Oh, man. No, just ridiculous. I'm guessing that you are going to need... We're going to need new cars. New cars. Good thing we're not out of town yet. Thankfully, Keith's cruiser is still at the police department. True that. Let's call Drew and have it bring it to us. Grab it. <laughs> <laughs> We hey, respect man. you, Drew. Yeah, I Drew. put a lot of emotion into that character. You can't just call him an it. <laughs> Have the thing bring us. Also, uh, the Chief's cruiser is still usable, so we could just steal hers. She's not going to be using it. Yeah, stealing's an interesting way to put it. Well, not steal. Um, utilize. It's still we can certainly police utilize. department. We can certainly utilize. Uh, property when we call drew can we also have him get a tow truck and bring in our cruisers and maybe start working on fixing them bad boys yeah. back in shape well we could also you know instead of this mill thing we could just go to the cruiser store <laughs> wait also didn't we fix the four-wheeler <laughs> that is yeah, true drew did. drew did fix the four-wheeler i want to drive the four-wheeler around town <laughs> i mean following you guys we're gonna be like on the highway and stuff man yeah, i don't think i mean i'll attach a rope to the front of my four-wheeler <laughs> put it in neutral Put it in neutral, have you? Nah, nah, nah Keith, you, so you're stupid. gonna have to ride with us. I'm sorry. Yeah, good, because my drive is. Hey, buddy, we'll, we'll, have, drive. we'll have more four wheel adventures real soon. Yeah, I know. Okay, should we do anything more with John Peters? I feel like, oh, I feel like there's yeah, a lot definitely. more we need to Let's, do. Yeah. Autopsy for sure. Just get a coroner out there. I mean, send him to the coroner. Yeah, if we take him to the coroner, load him <laughs> up in the t- in the tow truck. <laughs> 
So the corner is a county. Okay. The, is that where the, yeah. the cruiser repair shop is too? <laughs> no, you guys, there's a place in town that Drew will have your cruisers towed to. What if we send John Peters to the repair shop and see what they can do? <laughs> <laughs> Work your magic, boys. <laughs> Bit of a special request this time. Uh, you did say he uh, was part of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're going to overcharge you for those. Oh, that's true. We are going to have to like, yeah. yeah put it on our uh, tab. We have some extraction. It's a lot of body work. Hey! Bro. Over. This has been Pretending to be People with Zach, Thomas, Luke, and our star, Joe oh, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and then let's have the cruisers towed. We can ride with the tow truck back to... Or we could have Drew drive the cruiser to us, and then yeah. he, he could ride with the tow truck back. That's also, true. Also, the tow dump. <laughs> The Toad Truck Company is called Toad Truck, and they just have a Toad logo. Oh, of course. I love it. I like it. And the frog has huge toes. Yeah, that's why it's a Toad. Yep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he brings the cruiser up here. We all hop in Your cruiser. my cruiser. And then, well, I would say we would go to the mill, but do you want to push us in a certain direction? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. And yes. So Drew, uh, Drew comes rolling up in Keith Vigna's police cruiser. He gets out and he looks at all three of you spe- and he looks at all three of you suspiciously and he but says it's pronounced specifically one, two, three bubble, bubble something. <laughs> Bubblegum tree. Bubblegum tree. Bubblegum tree. Let's try that one more time. I forgot what it actually was. Bubblegum tree. Okay. I think think we're good. Uh, What happened here? I mean, you don't have to tell me now. I'll see the paperwork later when I fill it out. But that, I mean, this looks crazy. Well, John Peters fell out of the sky, causing me to lose control of my patrol vehicle, which careened across the highway into oncoming traffic. And because of that, two civilians are dead and another is seriously injured. And Keith's penis fell off and he broke his nose. For the record, my penis is still attached. Oh, they got that back on. I don't know. That was a weird joke to make. Kind of makes me mad since... You were screaming my penis fell off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm probably distract- have a concussion. I don't know. <laughs> I, that might make sense. Keith, is your penis okay? I unbuckle my big you don't bridges. Even have to. <laughs> I unbuckle my big bridges, open them up about a foot past the, my stomach and I look in I'm like yep it's it's on there okay thank goodness okay so guys I I hate to do this but I, I just got a call from the estate salesman and uh, he's at James's house and he found some unsettling writing in blood and many guns after accidentally triggering some sort of secret door like trap so He's wondering if he can sell the guns in the estate sale. I told him probably not, but that you guys would go over and check it out because it seems like it might be a crime scene, what with the weird blood writing and such. Uh, who was James? He was the waiter guy. That's he said, okay, see you later guy. Yeah. He weird, wasn't yeah, good okay. enough for us. Also, he had his foot missing in the explosion, right? Yeah. And he was also the guy with the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, was James the one over the table? He was the one slunched, hunched over the table, foot missing, also the guy with a vacuum in the neighborhood. 
And was he eating a plate of foot? He had a plate of foot in front of him, yeah. but, foot but meat. We yeah, foot meat. We don't know if he was eating it, but oh it yeah, have we ever had the coroners looked at if those feet matched? Well, they blew up. The house is remember? Oh, that's man. Okay. Okay. Again, Joe fucking up. But back at that house, you walked in, and it was Maggie. Maggie was dead, stabbed in the face to death with a foot missing. James slumped at the table. Slumped at the table with the foot meat or whatever. Shot in the shot head. In the head. His foot missing. Holding a gun. Holding a gun. And a fork. Drew passed out and the... Uh, Harold Dorsey. Harold Dorsey of what's behind Dorsey. Okay. Dot Tumblr. By com. the way, hey guys, I know who did it. Don't tell us. We gotta figure it out. <laughs> Don't tell us. <laughs> Uh, a guy with a scar over his eye and a gun. An overweight guy wearing all black with a scar over his eye. And we have not seen that guy since. No. Correct. Okay. That's what I was trying to remember. Okay. After Drew says all that, he kind of looks at John Lee Pettymore. Hey, can we uh, can we talk for a minute? Right now? Yeah, it'd probably be best. Okay, sure. Yeah. What's up, buddy? And so he kind of pulls you over to the side of the road, maybe off the ditch in the side of the road. Do you guys want to head out? Hey, John. Yeah, buddy. What's up? Hey, so, um, I got a message from the Duke. Oh, yeah? What, what is, what's it say? The deal is going down tonight. Well, what time? Uh, 2 a.m. Whatever, whoever sent it to me said the location will be sent later tonight. All right. I just wanted to give you a heads up, obviously, and not really text about it like we talked about before. Man, you've got great, well, I had to say this consider a lot of work, but great criminal instincts. Thank you. I like to think I learn quickly. You know, also, around here, this is just more general rascalism than actually criminal. Oh, that's the way the Pettimores look at it. Absolutely. No, I mean, if we didn't sell these drugs, someone else would. All right, I need. I want you to try something. Okay. And if you can pull this off, I'll give you 5% of my share. Okay. All right, I want you to try to negotiate with the Duke and say, hey man, we're the ones with the drugs. We pick the location. And I wanted to come out to my farm where we got the drugs buried. Okay. Can Sounds you, good. You're a good man. That's perfect. Uh, what should we say we were talking about? Um, I'll wing it. I'll figure it out. Okay. Sounds good. Keith and Clark. What are you guys talking about when, uh, when John and Drew go walk off into the ditch? Hey, dude. I know, like... I'm really sore. I, I remember not losing consciousness in the car, and my nose definitely wasn't broken. Like, how, how did that happen? Oh, I mean, we, we slammed into the back of John's pretty fucking hard. Yeah, I, I remember that, but I remember crawling out of the window with my nose intact. I don't remember that, my man. I, I, Can I, I do a human on... Well, hey, Clark didn't actually see this, but I like that you think this is going to somehow possibly make up. At all. That's <laughs> like, meet me on the same level as trashing my house. That's really exactly what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. Not going to work. He's probably going to break it again. <laughs> no, uh, Keith, I heard you smash out the window, but I was I was occupied trying to get myself out of my side. I don't, I don't know what happened. Hey, well, also, they told me that you saved that kid, so good on you for that. That was good. I just, I just jumped, you know. I mean, it's a shame you couldn't save the other people, but I don't think that's on you. And I, I put my arm around Clark, and I comfort him just a little bit. I think I'll be hearing those screams for a while, though. I'm glad I was unconscious for it. As you Because that would fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> 
as you guys are finishing up this conversation, Drew and John walk back toward you. Hey, so as, as I walk up, I, I like slap a big hand on Keith's back and I'm like, hey man, I'm really sorry about the nose. I was rushing over trying to give you some existence and I, uh, I tripped on your big pants and kind of need you right in the face there. I'm really sorry about that, buddy, but you know, I, I didn't mean anything by it. You know, just the, the it's the thought that counts. So I, pre- you know, I appreciate you trying to help me because I know I well, can't. I know you'd I don't never know. do anything to hurt me, Keith. Yeah, so. I know that I. I was about to say like, you know, I'm a. I don't know if I would have done the same thing for you, not out of spite, but out of pure fear. I mean, yeah, I would have definitely helped you too. Sorry, forget I said anything. Thank you for breaking my nose. Uh, John isn't like thinking about your faux pas. He's just like, did Keith call me brave? Yeah. <laughs> As you guys are having this conversation, Drew says, Oh my, oh my God, what is that? And you guys see an extremely wet black cat running toward you from the water. Cat man, man cat, it's a man cat. the extremely wet black cat jumps up onto your leg, John, and it's like, I I, I bring him up to my face and I say, hold on, Doug, we're going to get you the help you need. Perfect. Perfect. Hell yes. Whoop did it.